1: What's up and welcome inside the SI Gambling Podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Corey Pawson, the Fantasy Executive, along with Frankie Fatstacks Today, Ben Heisler is on assignment. So, last night, we was able to get, if you are part of the Vegas Whispers community, you went 2-0 last night. You got that over, you got that, you, you laid the number with the Kansas City Chiefs, and you also got the under on the Devin Singletary Props. So I was 2-0 last night. Feel pretty good about that, Frankie. How you doing, my man? Uh, I'm doing great. I mean, what what a great
2: night it was. It's been a great, like, uh, let's say, almost like, 24, 36 hours of betting, seeing that Dodger bet uh, late Sunday night come through at at solid plus odds, you know, coming back from that uh, down two games to none and then down three games to one. And then last night, scooping Monday night football. I mean, it's just amazing to me, Corey, how the Vegas Whisper Sharps are absolutely dominating on highlighted primetime games on Monday night. And as we know, on Thursday night, where they have remained perfect. I believe they're 7-0 on release plays for all SI Pro members, and they just continue to crush it. And last night's game was two absolute easiest plays that you could possibly have had. I mean, Devin Singletary went under by more than 20-plus yards. In the first half, he was putting up some numbers, though. I was like, "Uh uh-oh. Yeah, but you know, listen, as we see with the game script or maybe game the weather. Script, yep. yep, and and I guess that go. I guess it was a correlated play, in my opinion. After looking back on it, I always try to analyze after the plays come through what looks good and what looks bad, what went right. Maybe try to really get inside their heads at times. You know, it's difficult to see, but I, we know that they play numbers. They don't always play. Um, the teams they 're not looking for the outcome they have you know obviously they have their own algorithms and they run games and simulations more times than any sports book out there. so when they see that there's an advantageous number that 's what they 're playing they 're playing numbers and they're, and they 're playing they 're looking for the advantage and I believe that it was a correlated play Corey, because after we know that the uh Buffalo Bills fell behind last night. It was easy to see how they could possibly go get away from the run. So it was a correlated play that if you liked the Chiefs like they did and the Chiefs to be ahead of the game in the second half, most likely they were going to get Buffalo was going to have to be forced to get away from that running game in the second half. And that's exactly what happened. Game script is really what helped, you know, that Devin Singletary prop hit and hit so easily.
1: Yeah, no doubt. So that was a good one to see last night. Went ahead and banged that out, you know what I mean, over on DraftKings Sportsbook. And tonight we got Major League Baseball World Series getting ready to start up between the Tampa Bay Rays and the Los Angeles Dodgers. Before we get to that big, uh, the second game yesterday, last night, Dallas Cowboys and the Arizona Cardinals. Dallas Cowboys now 0-6 ATS on the season. A pitiful dysfunctional team. Now we're starting to hear reports come out of the locker room of players are talking about how poorly coached the Dallas Cowboys are. I tell you what, you sure do miss Jason Garrett now.
2: Yeah, it's amazing. I didn't think a lot of Cowboys would be saying that, but, you know, it, really, it sure as heck looks that way. It's unbelievable right now what's going on. Now, we know McCarthy's reign at the end in Green Bay was not a good one, and Aaron Rodgers uh, was was not happy with his coach, and, and, the, and the Green Bay Packers looked like a, a dysfunctional mess at times towards the end of McCarthy's reign there uh, on the sidelines at Lambeau. But I'll tell you, it looks like that same dysfunctional mess has now come over to you your boys and Jerry's world, and invaded that sideline because I don't know what team that was last night. That was an absolute no-show. I now – listen, guys out there, I I got bombarded with a lot of people asking, you know, what's the play for the second game? After going 2-0 in In the first game, everybody was fiending for the information for the second game, and there really was none. And I think that exactly this. If we could teach anything right now, Corey, about this – about the Vegas whispers sharp information, it's about that these guys not only play numbers, but they when there's unknown variables and this many unknown variables with a quarterback who was coming off, you know, the pine after what, how many? I don't know how many years it's been since, or how many games exactly it was until Andy Dalton had come back on the center. He looked like a rookie quarterback. You know, after those two fumbles by Zeke, put them behind the eight ball, but he really wasn't able to act like a veteran last night. And that team, it has so much talent on the offensive end that it's just mind-boggling to me. But, Corey, I feel for you. I know that they're your boys, but I think we saw last night one of the reasons why the Vegas Whispers Sharp stayed away from that game because that game was an absolute hot mess.
1: You know, that game was uh, was pitiful. And, um, listen, um, I tweeted it out last night, Dallas Cowboys – play like a team that doesn't practice throughout the course of the week and like sure enough this morning you did start to see some reports that the Dallas Cowboys are not doing a good job in practice and like my mother would always tell me practice makes perfect the Dallas Cowboys are far from perfect right now Vegas Whisperer Sharp was perfect last night though so everybody in the SI Fantasy Pro community you can be like me and Frankie and you can be bragging the next morning so, there you go right there. You want to get down and hop in there and join that. All right, before I want, I want to I want to get back to some NFL. Oh, no, another big story in the NFL, Frankie. Uh, Dolphins today named Tua Tuglia Viola as their starting quarterback. They're on a bye this week. But, listen, we've been we've been hearing about Tua since he came in the second half of Jalen Hurts and took over that game in the national championship against the Georgia Bulldogs. He ended up winning that game. Now, we see him in the NFL. You go through the rest of his career at Alabama. Obviously, had the brutal caught crash like injury last year where now you see him make his NFL debut after being drafted by the Dolphins this past week and now he is the starting quarterback for the Miami Dolphins I feel like I've been following Tua you know basically his whole career I guess I have but you know everybody remembers when him, him coming in at halftime Nick's even pulling that move pulling Jalen Hurts and putting in the true freshman and that true freshman is now a starting quarterback in the NFL
2: yeah, but this is definitely a little bit of a head scratcher because Ryan Fitzpatrick was absolutely lighting the world on slinging fire. It, Frankie, slinging it, Frank. He's slinging it. It really was. I mean, and it's 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 a little. I, I it's it's perplexing to me. I mean, they must have some kind of plan. Um, I really don't know what that plan is. Perhaps it was to showcase. Fitzpatrick, and now maybe they're going to look to move him. Could a team like your Dallas Cowboys, if they're not happy with the progress or what they're seeing from Andy Dalton, could he be, uh, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick on the move? But I mean, I find this a little bit, you know, of a head scratcher. I don't, I'm, we, we know that he hasn't had any contact um, with that hip, in real live game action. So it's going to be interesting to see, but you know, the Miami Dolphins, you know, even their record after destroying the New York jets, which we know every single team in the NFL, including (laughs) I'm sure most college and high school teams could probably do the same thing, but you know, you look at this game, you look at this move right now. And after that game that Fitzpatrick had against the Dolphins, he was not, you know, uh, bad in any way, but I guess uh, the the coaching staff saw something and they're ready to make the move to Tua. Tua is an exciting player. Um, he lit the world on fire at Tuscaloosa, and, you know, all, all the Alabama fans will be excited and pumped and ready to go to see Tua, you know, break onto the NFL scene, but it, he's definitely going to be put in the right situation because this team is ascending in the right direction, and right now they have a decent running game with Miles Gaskin. They got weapons on the outside with uh, Devontae Parker as well as Preston Williams, so it'll be interesting to see what Tua can really do, but, you know, it, it is a little bit of a head scratcher. I'm going to be interested when the early lines here in Vegas come out tomorrow, what the odds maker are going to see in terms of an adjustment to any early lines that they may have had in regards
1: to Miami with Tua now on the center as opposed to Fitzmagic. right, so let's get ready to hop into World Series game number one tonight at the ballpark. I don't know if it's called. No, it's called Globe Life Stadium at the ballpark in Alton. Globe Life Stadium. Let me make sure I get that name right. They did pay for those rights, so they expect me to, to say it when they pay for it. So we go out to Globe Life Stadium for game one of the World Series tonight, we got a good one on the mound. Tyler Glasnow and Clayton Kershaw, one and a half on the run line. The Dodgers are plus 135 to get over that. The Dodgers are minus one $1.67 for the game. That may raise plus 140 on the money line. The total is sitting at seven and a half, Frankie. This is what we got for game one of the World Series. Clayton Kershaw, notorious postseason struggles. Tyler Glassnow pitching very good right now.
2: Yeah, we know that Kershaw was unable to go in certain, in in one of his starts last uh, in the last round and all Vegas whispers SI pro members are happy that the Dodgers made it to the World Series, as we, you know, previously mentioned, you know, uh, you know, cashing a two to one to come back and make it to the World Series. But in this game tonight, I don't have any sharp information just yet, but myself, I lean towards the Tampa Bay Rays. I believe that the Rays with Glass now are an attractive, juicy plus a dollar forty, even a plus a dollar forty-five out here in Vegas. As you mentioned, they're a plus, I believe, $1.35 over at DraftKings Sportsbook. And I actually lean towards the under in this game. I think that the uh, I, I I for me, I actually see a 4-2, 4-1, 3-1, 3-2 type of win for the Tampa Bay Rays. I think the Rays are being Undervalued. They took out our Yankees, Corey, as we already know, and they—they—they're they, already battle tested. They came back from that big deficit as well against the Houston Astros, which I know a lot of baseball purists and a lot of baseball fans are happy about after all the cheating that went on with the Houston Astros to in their run to The
1: Houston
2: Yeah, the Houston Trastros. There you go. Banging on the on the trash cans over there, giving signals and everything else with a tainted World Series ring. But I'll be honest though, Corey, I think the Tampa Bay Rays, they look like they're a live dog in this spot. And I myself, I'm actually probably going to be, even if I don't get any kind of sharp information here, because if we do get that, being a member of the pro community you'll be notified right away but for me myself even if i don't get that information tonight i'm actually going to lay a little bit of money and roll some of those winnings from this past weekend as well as last night's monday night game
1: over to the tampa bay rays because i like that attractive juicy plus odds what you what if you had to pick one that you like more one side that you like more would it be the rays plus the 140 that you know let me like obviously you're gonna like the plus the plus 140 more that's where it's sitting right now in the DraftKings sportsbook but if you had to say, okay, which one are you, are you safer in? Feel more comfortable about, Frankie, the under or the plus 140?
2: Hmm. Well, it all, it all depends. I mean, for me, I, I like the attractive odds. But if if I know that Clayton Kershaw is going to be the healthy Clayton Kershaw and he's going to actually be able to go, uh, you know, and, and go pretty far deep into this game and keep the runs to a minimum, then my stronger lean and my better play um, – would probably be t- towards the under, I think seven and a half, this number was at eight. It dropped down to eight to seven and a half. And I think that that's where the sharp money is starting to come um, as well as public money. So I'm going to wait and see where this number number settles right before, because we know that we have several hours until this game, uh, you know, has first, first pitch, pitch tonight. Mm-hmm. Yep. First pitch tonight. So we got, we got some time yet to really see how this line really adjusts. But if I had to choose between the two of them, although I like Tampa Bay at the plus odds, I'm if I felt more comfortable and I see more reports that Kershaw is feeling a little bit healthier and his pregame pitches are, you know, he's looked like he's popping and he's actually, you know, in, in top form and not feeling any kind of limitations, then the, the, the stronger play for me here would be on going under the seven and a half.
1: All right, so let's get ready to hop into some NFL. Got a couple ones, couple games I want to touch on you. Get your first thoughts as we get ready to listen. You know what I mean? Pretty soon, football, it's only this Tuesday right now. We'll be back on Thursday. So let's start to get ready to shake it down and break it down so we can have another successful NFL weekend. So let's start right at the top, 1 o'clock on Sunday. Green Bay Packers travel to Houston to take on the Texans. We've seen the Texans had that tough, Tough loss last week. Derrick Henry with that big run and obviously some questionable stuff going down the stretch of that game. But the Houston Texans are a a three-and-a-half-point home dog. The Packers coming in off that loss as a favorite.
2: Yeah, I mean listen, the the Vegas Whispers Sharps, we own our losses here. There's full truth transparency as always. The Vegas Whispers Sharps were backing Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers and boy was that an absolute stinker last week. I have to envision that the Green Bay Packers are actually, you know, I believe if they would have won that game last week, I think this would have been a perfect trap spot or a l you know, or a perfect letdown spot for, and to uh, back the Houston Texans at home and take the three and a half, but for myself here, Corey, I believe that Aaron Rodgers is going to look to rebound. I think that team is going to come out hungry. I think they're going to look to you know show the world that they were not uh, that's not the Green Bay Packers and that the effort that you saw in that game was not indicative of what the Green Bay Packers are going to be putting forth in the 2020 season. So My early lean right now in that game for myself, I would be looking to back Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers who I look to rebound in week
1: seven, I don't like betting against the Houston Texans because I think they're a pretty good football team. And the thing about it is, I think they got you know obviously the Bill O'Brien thing. They have a very difficult schedule this year. They lost some tough games, so don't like it's going to come together for Houston this season. I will go with the Packers. Also, want to see how the rest of the week plays out and what other information we get on this game. But I'm with you on that one, Frankie. Moving right along, this interesting NFC South matchup: Carolina Panthers and the New Orleans Saints. DraftKings Sportsbook right now has the home Saints laying seven and a half. If I, if I had to bet this right now, you know, if I knowing, you know, injury situations and stuff like that aside, I'm going to count on the Panthers.
2: Yeah. And a lot of it's going to come down to whether is Michael Thomas going to be on the sideline and in uniform. We know that last game after coming off his injury, he was suspended uh, by the team for a fight in practice. I still have not received word whether he's going to be back on the sidelines. And if he is, is he going to be back to being the Michael Thomas and being the focal point, or is he still going to be punished by the coaching staff who doesn't – you know, he seems to be falling out of favor with, you know, with Sean Payton not being happy with his antics, getting into a fight with a teammate in practice. So for me right now, this is a game that I'm kind of nervous about the line. But if Michael Thomas is going to be playing and we know that he's going to be back and he's going to be a big part of that uh, game plan once again, that makes this this New Orleans Saints offense a completely different juggernaut uh Alvin Kamara goes to another level Jared Cook goes to another level Trey Khan Smith goes to another level and it raises the you know the level of intensity and the opportunity for this team to go forward but you know we know that Teddy Bridgewater he's coming to play and they're giving some great effort in a lot of these games but for myself
1: if Michael Thomas is playing I tend to lean towards the home team here no not about it Teddy Bridgewater in a revenge spot right here if you like that narrative the Pittsburgh Steelers travel to Tennessee to take on the Titans. Pittsburgh, Tennessee. This could be a preview of a AFC. Um this could be a preview of an AFC playoff game. And this game could be deep into the playoffs too. Pittsburgh a two point home favorite. My guess, Frankie, is that this game might close as a pick'em.
2: Yeah, and I think that would be the right way to go. My initial lean is to fought back the Tennessee Titans, but as we know, Corey, they're already five and zero. Can they continue that streak? You know, we, we know that teams that you know a lot of the times, you know, when they they are on these streaks, sooner or later that bubble bursts. But man, there is just so much to like right now with this Tennessee Titan offense. Ryan Tannehill playing at an elite level. Derek Henry just proving every fantasy pundit out there wrong that believe that. Me that believed that he was not worthy of a top five fantasy pick in PPR leagues because of his lack of production in the passing game and making receptions out of the backfield. But, boy, is he really showing that not to be the case and punishing all those fantasy owners who passed on him in round one but right now, this Tennessee Titan team, it looks like, honestly, it may be the second best team in the AFC behind Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. I actually have them ranked higher now than Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. I think the, Raven, I think the Tennessee Titans are showing something right now. And if they come away with a victory at home over the Pittsburgh Steelers, it, that, that gap between them and the, ten, the Kansas City Chiefs may close even
1: further interesting stuff going to be interesting to follow how this line moves throughout the course of the week we got you covered right here on the SI gambling podcast don't forget bull market fantasy will be in your ears tomorrow me Frankie and our guy Bill Enright I one more game I wanted to get into and take a look at once I'm looking through the rest of the schedule once I see that the Dallas Cowboys are favorite yet again this week it's going to be another mistake Seattle Seahawks Arizona Cardinals Seahawks going into Arizona as a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Cardinals coming off a big win last night. Seahawks coming off a bye. Big-time NFC West showdown, Frankie.
2: Yeah, I mean, you had to really like what you saw from, uh, from, from Kenyon Drake last night, especially. I mean, Kyler Murray did play well, but the effort by Kenyon Drake, I mean, a lot of fantasy owners were upset with him. He looked like he was dead and buried, and it looked like, you know, obviously he was going to be losing time to Chase. Uh, Edmonds in the backfield and you know and a lot of people were not too happy about that but you know listen playing the Dallas Cowboys right now but then playing Russell Wilson at the elite level that he's playing at right now and different that is entire story. it's a completely different story so for me right now I hate being a chalk player and I don't like fading home dogs in the NFL but once again this looks like a spot where the where the Seattle Seahawks you know going to be rested coming in really you know nice and warmed up and ready to go in Arizona with DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett and Chris Carson and and the boys I honestly think that the Seattle Seahawks I think that this line will actually possibly maybe tick up I'm interested to see you know, how does this line really go? I mean, I know that a lot of, obviously, we've mentioned it many times here on the SI Gambling Podcast. NFL lines making and odds making has a lot to do with optics. And after what we saw last night, I wouldn't be surprised if there's not a lot of love towards Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins at home here grabbing the more than a field goal with the three and the hook. So yes. I'll be interested to see if this line doesn't go back down and go that way. And that if it does, I actually like Seattle laying just three or two and a half if if it goes to two and a half at any point Corey I'll probably be jumping in on backing your boy Russell Wilson
1: no doubt I, and I would agree with you on that one if it does hit that two and a half I think they're playing very good football right now they're finding a way they're willing a way to win Colin Murray played great last night understand that Colin Murray is a junior varsity Russell Wilson so time to see what the big dog got that game's going to be in Arizona that should be a fun one coming up this upcoming Sunday. Got a big UFC card coming up this weekend. Also, don't forget the red-hot Casey Olsen. Y2 Casey, he is getting it done. SI Fantasy Pro members, you already know how that's going, so we'll have that information coming for you, and then you can check out the article, read the stuff, and hopefully we can get Casey on here sometime this week and break all of that stuff down. All right, so let's get ready to hop on the bottom here. Everybody who is a SI Fantasy Pro member, World Series Game 1, if we have anything from it from the Vegas whisper tonight, that will be in the community. You'll get that information right to you. Right now, as, as recording of the podcast, we don't have that for you yet, yet right now. Remember, we always want to give you the top-notch information, not the leans and stuff like that. We will give you the actual plays that we're getting from the Vegas Whisperers. So that's how we roll over here on SI Fantasy, and that's how we do on SI Gambling, and that's how we get you those winners if you sign up for SI Fantasy Pro. For my guy, Frankie Fat Stacks, it's Corey Parson, the Fantasy Executive, and we are out.